Did you know that despite contrary belief, that using your main vibrator each and every day is a great thing? Except for when you forget to plug the dang thing in and you don't get the dang job done just quite as you'd like to. Now please excuse me as I take a metaphorical moment and climb up on this gigantic roof to which you reside and pull you out of the gutter, you sicko. <laughs> What's up? My name is Jared Hines and I am your host for Empower Hour, the one place you can always count on to get your mind right so that you can get your body right fully allowing you to lose the weight, build the muscle, or tone up, or whatever it is that your ultimate fitness transformational goal may just be. And be sure to stick on to the very end of this episode as I'm going to be sharing with you the number one way on how you can use your vibrators to lose weight. Welcome to Empower Hour. Now, as we begin this episode, I am going to highly, highly, highly recommend that uh, you have a pen and paper, something to write with. Why? Because the insights and the knowledge bombs I'm going to be dropping on you are going to be unparalleled to anything else that you have ever heard before. Mark my words. As you're grabbing your necessities for this episode, did you take the time to go through the exercise that I did on the last episode? If so, how does that make you feel? Does it fire you up? Does it give you a sense of peace? Does it give you a sense of confidence maybe, knowing that you can now go right to this white room and get your vibrational patterns in check? Why, yes, Jared. Yes, it does. Well, great. I freaking hope so. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and let's dive into the topic today, which we are going to be going over a series uh, involving what are known as the immutable laws. Now, the definition of the word immutable is very simple, yet complex at the same exact time. So here is the easiest, fastest, simplest definition of immutable that exists on planet Earth. The word immutable means it is proven to withstand the elements of the Earth and the test of time, space, and matter, better known as a continuum. Now, there are a lot of theories out there and hypotheses that arrive at conclusions that completely go against the immutable laws in which I'm going to be going over with you on each and every upcoming episode from this point moving forward. Now, it is very important to understand that there are different avenues and categories of laws. For instance, there are the laws of physics. So you have the laws of thermodynamics and the laws of gravity, right? It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, why you are, what you are, okay? <laughs> if you jump off the Empire State Building, your ass is hitting the ground and becoming the new Empire Pancake. And heck no, you cannot douse it with butter and sugar-free syrup because, of course, we go for sugar-free, right? Uh, duh. Then you have different various laws of time. You have different various laws of space. And then primarily when dealing with physics, that's going to be your matter. But these laws, they actually take the laws and principles of time, space, and matter, or a continuum, and it molds it together to ensure that the laws get executed effectively and they stay laws. 
It is very important to know this because our whole being, our whole matter of existence depends on time, space, and matter all being held together by a glue. Now, it doesn't matter if you understand this right now or not. All that matters is that we're willing to learn and probably going to laugh our butt off the entire way. So if you'd like to join me, let's do this freaking thing. So put those vibrators away and let's get right into the very first law, which is the law of vibration. Oh my gosh, I can't do this. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> everything that you have Everything that you are and everything that you have become is a result of what is known as the law of vibration. I'm sure you've heard of probably the most popular law and it is uh, uh, typically coined by this thing called the New Age Movement and it's called the law of attraction, right? You've heard of it. Most people, they just talk about the law of attraction and they hold in their head this idea or this thought and the law of attraction basically says that thoughts become things. What you see in your mind, you end up holding in your hand. But most people end up trying this. Maybe you've tried this. You've had this idea. You've had this vision. You've had this, uh, this overall image of what you want your body to look like. And so you hold steady and you hold fast to that image just to be let down, right? Just to go and have pizza represent itself. To have that M at McDonald's say, m -m 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 marry me. And at that point, you end up feeling guilty. You're starting to go into this downhill spiral just to find yourself back at not even square one, but worse than square one. If this is resonating with you, just wherever you're at, you can be anywhere and just say, amen, hallelujah, Jay, you are hitting it right now. Okay, no, don't say that, but you can 100% think it, okay? So... <laughs> We have the law of attraction, which is hands down the most popular law. Is it the most important? Nope. I'll share with you what the most important one is, but it is not the law of attraction. In fact, all of the laws, all of them, every single one of them has to be incorporated. It has to be applied. Otherwise, you remember that glue image that I was kind of placing in your head earlier that you have time, space, and matter in a continuum, yet that continuum needs held together by a force that you cannot see, you do not understand it, but it acts as the glue. And if you don't got that glue, shit is gonna fall apart. You know what I'm saying? With the law of attraction, it is actually the fifth in the entire cycle, the fifth step to come. You can't go right to the law of attraction. You'll screw the whole process up. Uh-uh. You have to. And it's an absolute must. You've got to start at the first one. And you've got to work your way down in sequential order. And if you do not do this, you will never be able to do things in the certain way that provides success. Stuff will always remain the same. You'll get the same or similar result. Well, Jared, how on earth do other people do it? And they have no idea about the law of attraction or these other immutable laws. Well, that's a great question. And I will answer that question as we progress through this series. But we have to get to the nitty gritty right now with the law of vibration. So the law of vibration is a very simple, like I said, complex type law. And the law of vibration simply states that everything in the universe moves and then it vibrates and travels in circular patterns. The same principles of vibration in the physical world 
applies to our thoughts, our feelings, our desires, and the wills of what is known as the etheric world. Each sound, each thing, and even each thought has its own vibrational frequency that is unique unto itself. Now, Jared, what on earth does this mean? Well, let me answer that for you in a very vivid visual image that I am 100% certain has happened to you. Have you ever gone and maybe you went car shopping or you went, I don't know, uh, let's say to the mall or maybe you got some shoes or maybe you just got that brand new iPhone or Samsung device. Or maybe there's even a period where things that are absolutely amazing, things that are fantastic, end up happening one after the next after the next. Some would call it luck, right? But then because there's luck, there's also the flip side, which is bad luck. You know those people? Those people who always lose at everything they do. It's just like, it is one thing after the next, after the next, and in fact, they will actually be the first ones to tell you that it is the same stuff different day. They are the first ones to tell you, oh man, if it's not one thing, it's the next. This may be you, or it may even be somebody that you know or once knew. But in regard to, let's say, the new car that you just purchased or the shoes or whatever it may be, you are out and about and you're driving down the road and just like, I don't even know how, but I see that same exact car that I just bought. Like I bought it because like I liked it. And now everyone else simultaneously went at the same exact time to the same dealership and bought the same damn car as me. Like that's happened to you, right? That's happened to me. It's happened to all of us. But the catch here is that it didn't happen to any of us. No, it never did because it was always there. Well, Jared, how is this uh, relevant to uh, the law of vibration and this vibrator that I got that I'm not using right now? Hey babe, just a second, I'll be right back. They can't stay out of the damn gutter. <sighs> okay, I thought it was you that was in the gutter. It was someone else. Okay, now we can resume. Now the reason that all of this is super relevant is because through the law of vibration, everything in the universe moves, but it just doesn't move just to move. No, it moves in a circular motion, thus bringing about things that are unique unto itself. The reason that you are seeing the same car as you everywhere that you go, or the same shoes or the same clothes or whatever it may be, it is because how you are moving aligns perfectly with how that thing is moving. And it's both moving in a circular motion based off of our thoughts, our feelings, our ideas, our hopes, our dreams, everything is in such perfect alignment through vibrational patterns. Just think about this. Before you went to go and get that car, right? Or go get the shoes or uh, go do whatever it is that you were going to do that one of these unique situations ended up taking place. How did you feel? In fact, you would have had to have felt a very specific feeling. You would have had to think a very specific thought, but held steady to either that thought and or that feeling. That thought or feeling then 
ended up producing a movement or a motion. And whether or not that thought or that feeling was strong enough would then determine whether or not you, me, any human being is capable of attracting whatever it is that caused that emotion back to them. Now, we can't see the law of vibration, but dang it, we can feel it and we can think it. The tricky part to this, and we'll get more in depth as we go, is there are two kinds of people in this world. There are thinkers, people who logically rationalize their feelings. Then there are those who feel, who irrationally emotionalize their thoughts. Now, the beautiful thing here is that there is not one that is greater than the other. There is not one that is good nor bad. They both can be used for good and they both can be used for bad. But to the thinkers who actually want to invoke this specific law, they are going to struggle a little bit more, but they may have a more of a probable outcome due to the fact that they think first, then rationalize that thought, and then let that rationality determine how they feel. Now, feelers, on the other hand, will get the feeling first, and then let that feeling then determine how they think about any given situation. So things in this world end up happening to feelers a whole lot more, specifically on a negative standpoint, due to their irrationality towards logic, okay? Now, thinkers, these guys, they get stuck in their head and they'll stay there and stay there and stay there and often they'll seem as if they are essentially emotionless. Maybe you know someone like this. So my question to you is, are you a thinker who rationalizes whatever has been processed through your thought patterns and then let that justify your means for emotion? Or are you a feeler and you let that feeling very irrationally, and I say irrationally because we do some crazy, crazy, crazy shit for love, right? Feelers will jump in front of a bullet without even thinking. And the reason that they would do that is because the emotion of the person that they would be jumping in front of the bullet for far exceeds the emotion of whatever situation it is that they may be in. Some pretty good indicators are, you don't think before you speak. Well, who do you think that that pertains to? A thinker or a feeler? Do you think or feel that a thinker is going to just talk? No, they're going to think through things and then let the justification of that thought process determine how they feel about a situation. So if you answered, it would be a feeler who talks before they think, you would be absolutely correct. Now try to identify this next one with me. You're cold. All you do is care about and think about yourself. Do you think that that pertains to a feeler? No. That's a thinker. It's not that they are 
being selfish. No, it is that they are intaking all the information that is around them. They are processing it through their thinking process and letting that determine what kind of emotional situation they are about to have themselves. So you can see through these two examples that one of these two types of people, they have an easy time accessing their vibrational patterns. And so these are things that are always happening to these people, always. It comes naturally. These are the very people who one day, oh, they're experiencing the high of highs, the next day they're experiencing the low of lows, and it is literally an emotional roller coaster. I'm sure you've heard that phrase before a time or two, right? And because with feelers, this process is done from a state of irrationality, a state lacking logic, which is okay, by the way. I'm gonna share with you momentarily, if you are a feeler, how on earth do you get your vibrational frequencies in perfect alignment so that you don't have to experience the low of lows anymore? Because just as you go super high and you go very, very, very low when you do have your lows, there is a way that you can always have the high of highs every second of every day for the rest of your life. And I'm going to show you how to do this. So be sure to stay on. Now, I know I just told you to keep on listening. However, I am a big advocate for keeping things short and keeping things as simple as we possibly can. Now, I've already given you so much meat to chew on, and I don't want to overwhelm you by any means. And none of this is really overwhelming, but when you get into a new TV series, right, maybe there's chances you had to go back and watch the episode again, or it got you on such a cliffhanger that it compelled you to watch the next episode. And I know that this has happened to you, it's happened to me, it's happened to all of us at some point in time. So what I'll do is with this episode, this is gonna be broken down into two segments, two series, so that you can properly ingest everything because if you made it this far, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, you've just told me that you are serious as serious can be, and you are without a shadow of a doubt a massive action taker. So with that being said, ingest this, go back, take your notes that you need to take, and get ready and gear up for part two of the Law of Vibration. God bless you. God keep you. We'll see you on the next episode.